Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly News for February 27th, 2020. Hope everyone's having a good one. Uh, it is very late, and I'm doing this at 10.50 at night because I had a busy day, but I am committed to doing five of these a week. Until, I don't know, until the day I die, I don't know. We shall see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so today's news, the headlines will be a former Marine breaks world record for planking while raising mental health awareness. Researchers design first-of-its-kind wearable device that can monitor animals' health through their fur. To a couple of real news stories, Milwaukee police identify five victims of the Miller Corps shooting. Stock futures point to more losses after Tuesday's massive trouble aimed coronavirus fears. Trump puts Pence in charge of coronavirus response. And finally, Camp Girl Boss builds leadership and entrepreneurship in young girls. All right, let's get on with the things. First up, former Marine breaks world record for planking while raising mental health awareness. After holding an abdominal plank for eight hours in one minute, George Hood surpassed the world record and could have stopped, but he had a reason to keep going. Hood, a 62-year-old former Marine and retired Drug Enforcement administra uh, Administration agent from, Nepal, sorry, from Illinois, broke the record on February 15th at 515 Fitness, a gym that aims to end the stigma of mental illness. Hood wanted to raise awareness of how exercise can help improve mental health and dedicate his feet. Sorry, it's feet. That's weird. It says dedicate his fate to the gym. I don't know. So he held his plank for eight hours 15 minutes and 15 seconds in order to get 515 in time a father of three hood spent 18 months training for the big day on average he practiced his plank pose for four to five hours every day and then did 700 push-ups 2,000 sit-ups and 500 squats and has a 300 and he also did 300 arm curls jesus christ Hey Amen. They say that the best way to have muscle when you're older is to have it when you're younger. And this guy obviously has been working out probably his whole life. Good for him. Mental health, man. It's an important issue. And we're definitely going to fly into mental health in the, within the next. This whole decade is going to be filled with mental health awareness. It's like the, like in 10 years, dude. It's, this world is going to be so much better in 10 years. It's gonna, you guys have no idea. All right. Uh, researchers designed first of its kind wearable device that can monitor animals' health through their fur. Researchers from, from Imperial College London have invented a first of its kind health tracking sensor for pets and people that can monitor vital signs through fur or clothing. The new type of sensor, which can detect vital signs like heart, heart and breathing rates through fur and as many as four layers of clothing, could help make everyday wearables for pets and livestock a reality. Some devices could help owners keep track of their pet's health and help vets monitor animals during surgery without the need for shaving. They could even help improve the work of, of sniffer dogs used to detect bog, bombs and missing persons. 
for human use that could provide a new way to measure vital signs over clothing without direct contact with skin. Wearables are expected to play a major role in monitoring health and detecting diseases early. Flexible innovations heralds a whole new type of sensor that can track the health of animals and humans alike over fur or clothing. The research on the new class of sensors is published in Tuesday in the Advanced Functional Materials. Unlike in humans, for whom they are many fitness tra tracking devices, there aren't currently many wearable options for pets and other animals. The researchers suggest that one reason for this is that current tractors cannot monitor vital signs through fur. The new Imperial-developed device is made of a silicone water composite material which houses a microchip that keeps up sound waves like a watery uh, stethoscope. It is flexible and stretchy enough that it tightly molds to the shape of the fur, clothing, or body part it is placed on, squeezing out any sound-sucking air bubbles and preventing them from reforming. When the researchers tested their device on five humans and one dog, they found that it works through up to four layers of clothes and that the sensor works best when the clothing or fur sits right up against the skin. Imagine being able to actually have a dog in surgery but not have to shave part of its body to place a heart sensor on. It'll make at least the process of surgeries at least a lot safer in that there's not an extra part of it and also a lot quicker. And then being able to monitor someone's vital signs without ripping off their clothes, that does make things a lot easier on the standpoint of actually uh, having, um, let's say, the uh, easeability of getting to your vital signs. You don't have to scrounge to like take off your shirt. If you're unconscious, I, it, it's hard to get your shirt off. If I don't have scissors or a knife, I can't get that off. Imagine having this device and just placing it over the skin and being able to see whether or not this person has a heartbeat. That is incredible. And I, and I hope that this uh, goes further and actually helps to garner some real innovations. And being able to track the human heart rate. It's very important, especially in situations when you're unconscious and your heartbeat is possibly going down or you're losing blood or you've been knocked out. No one can tell your vital signs. All right. So a couple of new stories that happened today. The main one is, of course, I'm going to talk about the Milwaukee police uh, shooting. This article does talk about the names of the victims, but I'm not going to talk them. Uh, talk. I'm not going to tell you those people's names. It's just not something I want to do. Um, and I, but I will read the article because I think it does have a concise, uh, you know, kind of idea of exactly the events and everything involved. Um, and then we'll move on to some stuff, some news about the stock market and how the coronavirus is affecting a lot of the market. And it's 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 getting pretty uh, extensive at the moment. Um, and then also talk about how Donald Trump has placed Pence in charge of the coronavirus response. He had an interesting response the last <laughs> the other day. Today it was he had not, he had actually had a uh, we call it a press conference today, and it was really it it was it was good, but like uh, I I could see. 
that there just wasn't much preparedness to his words. Um, he simply touted the fact that there was the rate of infection is not high and that we he was basically just rattling off numbers about how the flu kills like something like 20,000 people in a year, which makes sense. It's, it's what you have to do when you're the leader of this many people. And you're also kind of the voice that changes the stock market. If he says anything bad, the market will tank even further and panic will also set in as well. So I understand his stance and why he's doing what he's saying. Um, but it is very clear. Um, that we're not exactly prepared for this, but at the same time, we're probably the most prepared for it simply because we are the United States and things are, and we, we can handle ourselves in a lot of ways. And I don't believe that um, many people will die. Hundred, I don't believe that many people will die. I do believe that there's going to be infections everywhere. Um, and I think that is going to cause panic and it's going to cause people to not go out of their homes. And I think it's going to cause our economy to slightly tank. But I think by the end of the decade, we will have recovered from this. And it will be an interesting footnote to the beginning of this decade. All right, so the beginning of the real news. Milwaukee police identify the five victims of the Miller Coors shooting. They were powerhouse operators, mechanics, and electricians. Milwaukee Police Chief Alfonso Morales said, The police identified the shooter as Anthony M. Furling, 51, who worked as an electrician for more than 20 years, and 17 of them at the Mason Corps. Hud Hudson had known by co-workers as Huddy, a co-worker who asked not to be identified, told the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He was a great electrician. He taught me so much, the co-worker said, adding Hudson frequently picked up lunches and dinners for um, apprentices who earned less. He was a hunter, a fisher. He had a wife and a couple of kids. There was nothing Dale wouldn't do for someone. You would ask him for help and he was and he would always, always help. Walk and Hudson were friends. The co-worker said a GoFundMe page was credited by was created by a family friend to help with Walk's funeral expenses. Sorry, I did say I would not say anyone's name. Um, they, this is about one of the victims. The job at Miller was a dream job that allowed him to move to move home, friend. Survivor, uh, this person was survived by his wife and his parents and his brother. You know, so this is what we know. The brewery, which was founded in 1855 as Miller Brewing Company, is a legendary part of Milwaukee beer brewing tradition. The mass shooting, the largest in the U.S. in 2020 date, has shaken the residents and city leaders. All 15 members of the Milwaukee Common Council released a statement that was there's, there's a calling for people to support each other, especially the family, the friends of the victims. This is an unimaginable horror, and we stand with them in their sorrow. We must not yield to despair or worriness, even as violence of this kind continues with disturbing frequency. It is in the face of events like these that we must need, we, we must need to find support and community. And in coming together with a common purpose to bring healing and peace 
Together we are and will remain Milwaukee strong. Um, from what I understand, they actually don't know what's going on and who this guy is. Um, well, we don't. We know the guy. I just read the, what the fuck the guy was. Sorry, I'm a little tired. <laughs> it's been a long fucking day. Uh, so the stock markets have felt the coronavirus. U.S. stock futures point to Tuesday night to more losses after the major index suffered a tumble that sent sent them more than 10% below their record highs. The Dow Jones Industrial Average futures was up to 54 points, but inclined a loss of more than 100 points at Friday's open. The S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100's future also pointed to a lower, lower opening on Friday. The Dow plummeted nearly 1,200 points on Thursday, its biggest one-day point drop ever, as worries over the coronavirus possibly sp spreading sp sent stocks spiraling lower. The 30-stock average closed in correction temporarily, al along with the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ composite. The Dow has closed at a record high on February 12th. It was only it only took the S&P 500 six days to fall from an all-time high to a correction levels into correction to into correction levels, making the broad index fastest drop of that magnitude. People have been so precautioned to buy the dip and to always expect the market to recover that people can get smacked around with moves like this. No one knows how this thing ends. Thursday's deadline also puts the Dow and the S&P 500 down more than 10.5% each of the week on pace for the worst weekly performance since 2008. The sharp drop came after California Governor Gavin Newsom said that the state is mounting an 8,400-person 8, people for coronavirus. Meanwhile, the CDC confirmed on Wednesday evening that the first U.S. coronavirus case of the unknown origin in Northern California indicated possibly community spread of the disease. The number of the confirmed coronavirus cases of China have also jumped. In South Korea, more than 1,700 cases have been confirmed, along with over 600 in Italy. The timing of this was just the worst with respect to investor statements being evaluated. Concerns over the coronavirus have also led companies to issue earnings and revenues warnings. Microsoft said Wednesday on one of its key divisions may not meet the company's previous revenue guide, gu guidance. PayPal also warned about its outlook on Thursday. Goldman Sachs warned U.S. companies will see no earnings growth this year. Our reduced profit forecast reflects the severe decline in Chinese economics activity in quarter one. Lower end demand for U.S. exports, departures to the supply chain for many U.S. firms, a slowdown in U.S. economy activity, and an elevated business uh, elevated business uncertainty. Uh, essentially, this is not something that we should panic about. This is just something that we should have known is going to happen. The market's going to go down, and it's going down sharply right now because this is the beginning of what people think is going to be the eventual downfall of the current bull market, um, which is probably
probably will be, and that's why this is gaining so much credence. The market will bounce back for this. The infection of this disease to the American people is not going to be as severe as we believe it's going to be. We're going to be fine. And I believe at the end of this, in about a year and a half, um, most of these losses will be gained back. If not, the market will definitely, definitely be on a trajectory towards a better market. There will be a clean decline for a while, but we will be fine. Again, I'm not an expert, but if you look at the history of the market and how everything is shaping up to being and like the actual severity of the coronavirus, um, it's definitely expected to see dips. Should always see dips in a market like this. Uh, now, for Trump's response to the coronavirus, President Donald Trump on Wednesday appointed Vice President Mike Pence to lead a task force to combat the spread of the coronavirus, defying calls to appoint an outside expert to coordinate the response. Speaking during a rare appearance in the White House briefing room, Trump said Pence experience, Pence's experience headlining health crises as Indiana mayor qualified him to spearhead the governing threat of a global coronavirus outbreak. The move came as the Centers for Disease Controls, Control confirmed a coronavirus infection in California that was not linked to overseas travel, a concerning development that brought the total of U.S. infections to 15. The White House has been weighing the appointment of a coronavirus czar in the lead up of a, the announcement as of it as it faced criticism over its inconsistent messaging during the emerging crisis still trump said pence would not be a czar because he is part of the administration instead he will apparently oversee the task force currently managing trump's response to the virus trump praised pence pri sorry trump praised pence's headlining of health crises during his time in Indi as indiana governor look the indiana model they have been very successful there, Trump said. The White House is using Mike because he's very good at doing what he does. At the press conference, the vice president talked about his experience handling the first case of Mars and, and vital respiratory illnesses when it emerged in Indiana in 2014. Pence, Pence, he would be working with the Department of Health and Human Services Center of Disease Control and Prevention, State Department and White House advisors to combat coronavirus. Pence added that he would continue coordinating with the state and local officials to curb the spread of the virus. I know full well the importance of the presidential leadership and the importance of administration leadership and the vital role of, par of partisanship of state and local governments and health authorities in responding to a potential threat of dangerous infectious diseases, Pence said. Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, was previously leading the administration's coronavirus response. Trump said later during the news conference that he wanted heirs to focus on other items on his agenda, including lowering drug prices and running the department. But Azar noted that he would still chair of the government task force coordinating the coronavirus response, indicating Pence would play a supervisory role. So essentially, Pence will be in charge. He will be just the person. Uh, Pence will be the middleman. Uh, Alex Azar is still going to be the guy who is actually doing the true response. And Mike Pence will just be the figurehead in the room to communicate to Trump what's happening. Um, I, I, I wish nothing but the utmost luck and support to every single person 
doing everything they can to help curb this coronavirus possible infection of the U.S. I wish everyone luck. I don't know if anyone's qualified. I believe that the United States government has the right people in place to figure this out. And I wish them all, all, all the luck. All the luck in the world. All right, guys, we're going to end it with a little palate cleanser. Camp Girl Boss builds leadership, entrepreneurship, and young girls. When it comes to guiding young girls in leadership and entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship, the founders of Camp Girl Boss have developed a program focused on thinking outside of the traditional box. Emily Birdlove, an Asheville-based entrepreneur and developer of Camp Girl Boss, said the program is designed to empower girls aged from 10 to 13 to think beyond the limits of what society often says they can accomplish. We want these girls to become tough leaders, influencers, and learn how to position themselves as someone doing cool things in the world. More importantly, we say we see them placing impact over profit. A week-long summer camp, Camp Girl Boss was tossed away, has tossed away the etiquette of business plan to focus more on today's digital market and help attendees take a business idea and create a single-page e-commerce web press website by the end of the week-long program you're teaching them okay so they're teaching them wordpress right on okay oh, so they're 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 totally teaching them how to be marketers by the end of the the week-long program each girl develops a custom logo and a 60 page pitch, a 60 second pitch oh straight up so they're just teaching them how to, how to fucking pitch businesses and market themselves we want girls to we want girls to become thought leaders, influencers, and learn how to position themselves as someone doing cool things in the world. I think I just read that. Most importantly, we want to see them impact over profit. We are pushing the limits of girl entrepreneurship. We encourage the girls to think outside the box and discover their own voice and the power of their ideas. How the camp came to me. Camp Girl Boss is a program under the the squid pro the the squid the uh, sorry the the skewer the SKUA Fund, a community development program out of Cherokee that provides financial services, educations, and training to rural, impoverished areas. Wow. Birdlove has served on the board of directors for seven years and is a certified teacher. A self-described entrepreneur at heart, Birdlove developed Birdlove & Co. in Asheville, a woman-led boutique counseling agency through her extensive experience with the fund Real Entrepreneurship Curriculum that has been used in summer camps since the 1990s. She developed Camp Girl Boss. That's badass, man. It's basically just a camp to teach them how to market themselves. And that. And the biggest important thing is teaching kids that there's other paths to success. You can be an entrepreneur. You can do that besides being part of the corporate structure. Corporate structure is so fucking hard. It, I can't do it. I can't do corporate structure. I hate it. That's why I'm trying to do my own thing, my own thing, to do be my own boss so that I don't have to, you know. I do not like having someone that I don't care about being dependent on me. I am doing everything I can to get away from that. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening, and thanks for seeing me. It's almost midnight. It's almost the 28th, but I got it in there. I got it in there right at the end. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank God it's going to be Friday.